0: up, everybody. You are watching On the Town with Tanya. It is uh, Living Room Chat Sunday uh, because uh, there is no guest this week, but there is so much uh, going on that I just want to share. Uh, so thank you for uh, watching. Hey, Grandma, how are you out there? I see some of you. Um, so I just want to talk about a couple of things that are in the news. Um, so you guys have heard how um, this uh, raging Omicron right variant of uh, COVID nineteen infected workers across the nation? So millions of them um, whose jobs don't give um, you know paid uh, paid sick days. So some of them are having to choose between their health and their paycheck. Uh, so while while you know during the pandemic some companies had had you know policies that. Help, uh, you know, if you're out two weeks or whatever, you get paid. But there are some now who are pulling back on those, so people are actually having to decide. Hmm, I'm sick, but I only got five days. I think I'm going to go into work anyway, and it's sad, but that's kind of what's what's happening now. I don't know what's going to happen since they made it five days, which is a scary thought uh, that it's five days all of a sudden. Because I've known people that had it and. Five days was only like us, like the young people and they may like not get really great, you know, serious symptoms or something like that. But I've seen people like five days, they're just going in on, on it. So now I'm like, what happens with those type of people and how does that play back for us? So anyway, uh, let's just see what happens. Um, it seems, you know, that while there's a labor shortage, um that adds to the pressure of workers having to decide whether to show up for their job or, or you know, to say they're sick because they can't afford to stay home. So, so as we think about that, um, my takeaway for that is like, watch where you eat. I'm just saying. <laughs> let's watch where you eat. Even though I'm going to say in our era, we're lucky that our people have been, our restaurants, um, at least the ones I know, have been honest. Um, and it's, so if somebody has COVID, they shut the place down and clean it, up, clean it up and it's all good to go. So some people are being honest and you can tell, uh, but if you never see a sign on the door, you'll know, Hmm. what does that mean for me? I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, like that's, I don't pretty much do salads at restaurants right now during the COVID. No, thank you. Uh, I don't even do restaurants anymore. Like I'll order from three people I, that I trust. That's it. Um, and everybody else, I good luck with that. Uh, so that's what my takeaway for that is, uh, if people are not, um, you know, if they have, though they have COVID, right. Cause you got to wait a couple of days for the test or something like that. Right. So if they're missing time, they don't got money for work and they have to go feed their families. So they're going to go in with COVID that's going to be not good. And, 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 and kind of, uh, uh, yeah, it's just not going to be good in any, any way, shape, or form, I don't think. So anyway, so much for uh COVID. I'm supposed to be, oh, wait, let me give you this. So anyway, uh, so much for COVID. Let me just share my screen with you for a second here. Who's over here? Uh Let's see. All right, let's see who is over there. Yep. Uh, let me just share my screen with you for a second, and I'll see. You. Uh I think I got this right for once in my life. Let's see what's going on. All right. So yeah, here we go. PM. There we go. So um, as you guys know, um, uh, some people think that um they're a celebrity on social media. And I mean, I, I, I gotta say this because people's like, well, you you're on the bandwagon too. But I've been doing this for 25 years. Okay. So I ain't just popped up. I'm just popping up and trying to find new ways, but I ain't just popped up. I've been wanting television is what I majored in um, at NYU communications. Uh, and so, um, this is not new for me, but so, so you'll see some people who are out here trying to grind. I'm not talking about those people. Those, there are people out here been out here forever and we're still dr- grinding, trying to figure our way in and w- our way out or make it our own table, whatever that is. So that's fine. I'm not talking about those people, but is right. You know, um, <laughs> uh, he, he took the social media, his Instagram, and, uh, he was saying, you know, Uh, Have you ever asked the question to yourself, how is this person famous since the rise of social media? So many people have seemingly become celebrities, it seems overnight, which is true. And it's good. There's good and bad to that. So I'm not going to say it's all bad. Um, but apparently, social media has broken the doors down for a lot of people who normally would have never been considered in specific areas, right? You even got the plus size models who are doing like what they, what they call them, uh, Instagram models. I was like, okay, whatever that is, but they're getting paid, so I can't hate on them because they get paid. So if you get paid, then that's what that's what it is. Uh, but when I think of model, I think of Ford, Wilhelmina, Click, Zoli, I think of Runway, Couture, I think of Beauty Ads, Estee Lauder. like I don't think of like other things, but. It goes really by the market and the market generated out is that of all that stuff. So it is a thing. Um, so people and then here's the thing a lot of people have gained massive followings, uh, which is what we're trying to do at on the town. That's why you should go like and subscribe. But <laughs> but um, but a lot of people have just like just randomly gained massive following, and that is the key because that's when the advertisers come. So it is it's all good. Um, so but how many uh happen upon a case of like really good luck, right? Uh, so James made a recent post um, to uh, to to give his views on the delusional things that are happening right now. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, people. Are, it's good to me because people need opportunities, right? Especially when um, you know you don't have a lot of money. You're not rich. You don't have a um, you know like a Paris Hilton or or a Kardashian where you have mommy and daddy. Or, well, yeah, first you had daddy money, but then mommy was able to step her for a media game and boom, catapult them into the spotlight and show them how to pimp work. I mean, pimp work. I mean, work for themselves, right? Uh, So, and it's good because that's money. Who cares if that's what if that's their values and then that's great for them, right? So, um, I just like it because anybody, literally anybody, if you're clever enough to pull in an audience, um, clever enough to have something to say, It may not be what I want to hear, but, um, guess what I say to each his own. I have no problem with that. I think it's better than you being out there robbing and stealing from somebody. That's what I think. And I think it's better than you to be out there in strip clubs than to be on Instagram uh, to be on Instagram rather than doing whatever the other stuff was that you were doing. So I have no problem with that at all. And I think it's great. It gives people opportunity. Um, it also lets people make their own seat at the table, which is everything because, uh, you know, how everybody knows how hard. It's not easy. Some people say, oh, well, why don't you just do this? It's not that easy. It's not. It, I mean, in, if I'm using the secret, yes, it's that easy. Everything comes to me naturally, blah, blah, blah. But you know there's some people out here who don't have that mentality or the capacity to to think like that. And It's going to take a while. Like, they're just learning these things. So they have to catch up. But um, I'm loving it because creatives get to do what they want. Um, business owners get to step up their game if they need to. Um, so I, I have no problem. Um, you know, the music industry also is another good example of that where, um, you know, a lot of, uh, talented people were never able to be gotten through because they didn't sleep with somebody, they didn't do the protocol or they weren't light skin ended or they weren't platinum or they weren't whatever, whatever idiosyncrasies that they had or lies that they had of why we didn't sign this talent. Um, and, and then they proved their worth, you know, uh, and now look at them. You know what i'm saying I mean, there's a lot of people um even like um well i don't know if she had to prove it before but there's a lot of artists let's just say who i know um i'm sure alicia keys wasn't told yes the first time she tried out um even though if i, I would have heard her i would have been like hmm, i want her because she can play so if you can play and sing that's like and you're beautiful like three three triple we- weapons so everybody's different but most record labels um, they're very shady. Um, no offense to them, but they could be very shady. I've worked at a couple before. I'm just saying. Uh and um people were lucky. Like if I got your your tape in AR, you were lucky because I would listen. Some people just throw it in the garbage because they're just so venomous that they didn't make it. So they're just sitting up behind a desk, like, no, no, that's not good enough.
1: No, that's
0: not good enough. Meanwhile, it's like what the girl's super talented the guy's super talented. What are you talking about? So I like YouTube, I like social media. I like Instagram. Um, I like that people like Justin Bieber, who could discover after videos that he uploaded, and he got in the right hands of the right manager. I like that because you're not going to get those kind of people if we don't have those um, clearing spaces where people can go and use their talent. You know, so I mean, MySpace really started it. Remember MySpace? <laughs> I Can't believe people actually still have those accounts. But I know Calvin Harris and Sean Kingston. That's how they got to where they were because of that. So. Do I hate it? No, but LeBron's got a good, uh, good, uh, good point. He says he's fed up. And so he's taken the Instagram and, you know, he captioned a, f- a photo quoting lyrics from Russ's uh, single sheep, <laughs> quote unquote sheep. Um, he was targeting those who had skewed view of their social media status. So I don't know. I mean, in a way, I, I mean, I know what he's saying. Cause there's some people that are like, why are you on here? What, you're just showing me your big butt. Like, why? Because we don't want to see that. We've got 5 million other butts that we don't need your butt. So I get it. That part is, like, stupid. I think it's stu- There are a lot of, I call them social media whores, <laughs> where they're just, they're doing like, the, it's, like it's not even something that's going to save a life, change a life, or even make someone think. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel, I do feel like with him on that, that, you know, if you're going to do it, then at least have a point or a purpose besides you know, showing little girls like, this is how you can make money. Ah, you know, so that to me is when it's pointless and, um, that's not, not really cool. But anyway, like he said, what are y'all celebrating? Uh, cause uh, I mean, I believe that too, if you're not saying something positive or something enlightening or uh, another view on something that's going to be, you know, help somebody, I don't know, one way or the other then then. I'm not sure if I'm with just saying whatever, you know, just going on there to show your breast and your hips and your whatever else. No, who cares? Like, you know, and I see girls on there looking for the basketball players. Mm-hmm. I know I see y'all on there. Be looking for the uh, famous men and stuff. Be trying, hoping to be in your DMs and stuff. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's like, oh, he's probably married. But a more importantly, like, can't you go find a man in person? Just saying. Uh, actually, with the pandemic, you probably can't. So, okay, forgive me for this one time. Uh, anyway, uh, other stuff in the news. Um, and I call this gossip that heals. That's what I call it. Not just into just anything. I try to put a little spin on it when I can, okay? So I can never say her name because I don't like her. Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> I can only hope that she gets life. <clears throat> hmm. So uh, I hope she gets a life sentence. Uh, my takeaway from this for parents... Um, uh, it's a crucial, it is so crucial that young boys and girls know what a groomer looks like. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to show you, uh, let me see, go back out of here. Give them a second. I'm learning all this stuff, guys. I'm learning as I go along. Uh, you know, uh, wait, where is it? At? Okay. Get to see first. So yeah, as you can see, um, Look at her looking all happy and stuff. You can tell she has a lot of money. Look at her. <laughs> she looks like money. I'm just saying. Uh, so it's important that um, young girls and boys know what a groomer looks like. Um, and I know she's not convicted yet, but here's the piece. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell it. So when Jeffrey got convicted, she did too, but he, um, what do you call it? He had it where she gets away uh, with everything. Basically, I mean, that's Tanya's term, but that's, she got off, put it that way, because he put it in his thing to do whatever he did to get off, to get his little light tap senses. Remember when he was going home on the weekends? Who lets a pedophile go home on the weekends? I don't want like a sex trafficker, worst. Well, they're both worse, (coughs) but who lets him go home on the weekend? I just want to know. But they were going home, he was going home on the weekends. And then he said, well, if you prosecute me, I'll take the hit. Just don't, just don't prosecute her. And you know why he did that? So she could stay out and make the money and still keep him and the kids while she while he's doing whatever he's doing. This was just crazy. You clearly know whoever the judge was, in my opinion, uh, had to know them very well to be one of their clients. I'm just saying. They have a lot of clients, which is why I'm one, waiting to see what happens and what time she's going to get. Because I strongly suspect because she has pictures of, or she said she has pictures of everybody. So if she has pictures, why are they going to give her a life sentence? Will she turn up like Jeffrey? I don't personally think Jeffrey's dead, but that's just another story. I'll get to that another time. Uh, but anyway, you got to show um, often these rings, they often find glamorous girls, uh, models often to lure the young victims in, just like sex traffickers. Um, and and I've talked to people who work in that field. I've talked to people who has been trafficked. Uh, And often they use young, pretty girls, young guys, nice clothes. That's how you lure them to the party. Then you get them high and then you get them in a situation where they can't get out of it. Um, That's kind of, kind of, kind of like a Maxwell gig here. You know, she'd have uh, famous people like a Naomi at the party, you know? So if I'm, if I'm, you know, P- bought to this place that I thought I was going, I mean, even though I personally wouldn't have gone to give nobody a massage, but that's just me. So I'm not going to say maybe 17, maybe, a, maybe someone would have did that. I don't know. I personally wouldn't, have, but maybe someone did. So, so if that's the case, wait, you want, you're going to go for some size somebody for 200 bucks. What's the problem here? I'm, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, at the party, when you're walking through the party and you see uh, like a Chrissy Tigran or a Naomi or whoever else, famous people that was there, because there was a lot of them, uh, or Trump or whoever it is, right? What are you going to think? Oh my God, I'm with the, I'm with the, not the elite. They're not elite, but you know what I'm saying? Well, Naomi, I call her elite, but you know, whatever. Uh, but they're not elite. They're whatever, people of, of public substance. I quite like that. You know, if you saw that as a 17-year-old, 16-year-old, you're gonna be like, oh, well, maybe this is not so bad. They can't be that bad, right? Because they're all oh, a lot of money, right? That's what you're gonna be thinking. So that's the trickery of it, is to lure these young kids to the parties, get them drunk, um, have them do stuff that they don't even remember they're gonna do, uh, and then the psychological part is keep them coming back because you're paying them, and you know they're poor. And you he did target, well, they targeted very extremely poor people. I I I bet you that there's about a thousand more victims out there that no one knows about. And I strongly suspect boys as well and little children because a part of that island, um, there was some other part where there was something with little kids, little black kids. And I was like, I didn't see no black kids, no black girls at all. But you know that of people that are that high up in high places, okay? When they got fetishes, they got fetishes. And I can't imagine that they would only want little blonde 14-year-olds. I'm just saying, usually people like that are just sick all the way around. They they don't discriminate on that level. Uh, so I could be wrong, but I'm just saying it would not shock me if more kids came out as adults and says, yeah, I was one too, but I didn't want to say anything. wouldn't shock me. Um, and Ghislaine is very, like, if you look at her, look at her, she, she looks mean. If you look into her eyes as a psychic, you'll say, Ooh, she's mean. She's very mean. She looks like a very mean person. You know, everybody that said they liked her. I wonder why they liked her. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag clients. I'm just saying. Uh, so anyway, I mean, I'll put it this way. Have I ever met a creepy person? Um, uh, let me tell you, I'm trying to think, cause to be fair, sometimes you're, I don't think you're hanging out with a creepy person, and don't know it. But I actually when I look back, I'm like, do I know anybody? I might have known somebody and I'm not sure if it's through work or whatever. I might have known somebody that I found out later. I was like, oh, uh, and then looking back, I was like, Oh, so we all have those moments, but we don't speak on them or whatever, because it's not our business, I guess, at the time. I don't know. There's nothing nothing in front of our face to to go make a call or something. So I don't know. Uh, who knows? But and I, if you saw her, you'd think, wow, look at her. And she smells like money. She looks like money. So you'd be thinking, well, look at her. She's a elite aristocrat from England. Oh, wow. Well, ooh, ooh. But to me, she looks like a snake. Um, but that's just me. I have different eyes. I, I, I do have a different vision than most people. So that's another story. So parents, just do my favorite. Teach your kids not to be envious of these kind of monsters. Um, teach them to be content with one pair of sneakers. When Oh, how? Very simple. Starts when they're toddlers. You know, so if you're a parent going around, oh, you can't be wearing those sneakers because those need to be new. Those need to be clean and you need to be sharp and you need to be this. You want your kid sharp. Every parent does. But, you know, there's certain language that you just don't use or else it embeds in their mind. And they think that, well, I'm supposed to have this, too. I got to have this, too. And 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 if this is the way I'm going to get it, this is the way I I knew people at, at NYU that were selling their eggs for eight grand. I was like, that's it. To so sell your eggs? Really? That's, that's not a lot of money. I'm just saying, because you got to recruit and then you got to pray that you got more eggs that are healthy. I'm just saying, I don't know. I, I'm i just one of the people that can't be bought. So maybe I have a different set of values. I don't know what's going on, but teach your kids to be content. Um, start as toddlers. Uh, and I will say LeBron was on point because when you think about all those people that I see on social media, it's like, we're such media whores, and myself, including some some aspects. Not in, I'm a comedian, so of course I love <laughs> the stage. That's just inevitable. Uh, since I was like ten, I don't even know. Uh, but um, but in the sense of you know, I see girls um, showing their body parts and stuff, and I'm like, why are you showing your body parts? It's like, well, I can make money. It's like get a job, girl, like a job, job would do better for you. Uh, so, but apparently I'm wrong because you make a lot more money just showing something. So I'm, I don't know if I'm being too judgmental, but I don't think it's, I don't think LeBron's off key. Uh, when he, when you, if I tie this together, it's about vanity, um, money. Okay. Cause money, people don't understand this money is just as addictive as drugs. You heard me right. Let that sink in. Money is just as addictive as drugs. In fact, that's why gamblers can be on the same um, same wavelength with someone who is addicted. Doesn't matter if it's cocaine addict or a gambling addict. You're going to do the same things to get those things that you would, you know, sell your house, uh, steal whatever, sometimes or borrow, beg whatever. You're going to do the same things, and the serotonin in your brain has the same, you know. So, so. People judge each other and say, well, I don't do drugs. I just gamble. I just gamble. I don't do drugs. But guess what? It's the same addiction. Just a different, call it a different thing, tangible thing. So I'm just saying. But you have to teach uh, your kids to be content with what they have. Uh, because I think this whole society right now, and we're finding this out. As we've had to uh, decide on, like, how bad do you want this job? Are you going to do what their protocol is uh, for this new thing that's going on? Oh, uh, how bad do you want this uh, but some people have mortgage payments so they had to, they had to do it but if you teach your children to live within their means um and that and to teach them that you know yes we want to be billionaires we want to be rich we want to be successful we want to have everything but the world's not going to end if we don't that's what you teach them and that's how you you raise kids that won't be chasing a dollar um and doing anything they 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 can to get um to get a dollar. Uh, there's kids right now and they're doing things that are just sinful and scandalous is all I can tell you. So anyway, so much for that topic. Um, what else is happening here? Uh, share my screen again. I have another topic for you. Let's see where she at. Mm, yes. Okay. So as you know, Angela Jolie's, uh, beautiful children that she adopted, I got to give her kudos to her. Okay. Um, because it's the last piece of news. I got to give kudos to her because, um, you know, uh, she dropped the children. Um, they're blessed that they have a mom um, who, basically, I think her she insists her nannies uh, they speak the languages of the children, so they or at least they learn their languages, their their native language, uh, and she emerges them with visits um, to their respective countries, teaching them, you know, to love themselves. Um, Along with us loving you as who you are, um, not like a lot of adop- adopted families. Like uh, that's a good job you did, but I'm looking at some adopted kids now. Like oh, the poor thing, because they had to submerge themselves into a family. then um, that's not the bad part, um, but they had to submerge themselves in their family and hide themselves. That's big. I got. A, I'm on a lot of adopted group pages. Um, and a lot of adopted groups. And that's so all I hear is like, I always felt like I couldn't say anything or like I couldn't be me or I had to just, you know, I couldn't learn about my culture and, and my hair didn't look right and this didn't look right. I'm like, you poor thing. I, that's like, it's almost like, mm, do you rather stay in the orphanage? Or because for me, I'd rather stay in the orphanage than someone to be telling me that I'm not beautiful as I am. That's just me. Uh, because the damage, an effect later on, will be worse than if I had stayed in the group room. At least I learned my own tools. I learned my own way. You know, I have trauma. I may have trauma, whatever, but I'll probably have just as much trauma being in an adoptive family if the adoptive family is suppressing my culture or my whatever it is. Um, so I give kudos to Angela Jolie that she... Um, and I think Madonna does this too, but she makes sure that her their kids went to their respective country, learn their native language, you know, um, do some work in those countries or help help in some way. You know, um, so I know Zahara got to meet um, the president, the new president, president of, I think that's in the right, yeah, of, uh, of Ethiopia, um, the new, uh, I forgot her name. It's, it's a lady, so I should know this, uh, but I don't. Uh, so it's okay. But you get the point um, is that at least she's, um, teaching her kids to love their culture love where they came from and we love where you came from and it's okay that we blend where I came from with where you came from because we're a family and that's what families do like right we accept each other um, on our on our own terms and not um, not just you know often people, adoptive families, sometimes, you know, they make their child feel indebted, like, oh, you should be happy that you got a family and a rich family. Oh, and you should be grateful and to fit in with their cultures. When the truth is, um, you know, it's a blessing to have a kid too. So it's like a two way street. I'm just saying. And, I, and anyone who would adopt for any other reason, that's not really cool. Hey, what's up, magic? What's up? Um, so I don't know. Um, everybody has their thing. But, um, I'll tell you this, I think that, uh, you know, we should, uh, always be trying to, um, teach our adopted kids, um, especially when they don't look anything like you about their culture too. Um, because that, that's more appropriate than, than just, um, you know, tell them about my culture and then be like, I don't want your hair in braids. No, don't do braids. Don't do an Afro. No, 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 Your hair's too, let's just do this to it. I mean, I've got stories of even real families that are together of horrible stories like, oh, your lips are too big or your hair is too cranky, or you're this. Horrible stories. So we have to think about that and be inclusive and and be tolerant, um, accepting, that's the word, of um, whatever your kid is. Uh, whatever nationality they are, you have to teach them about that nationality if you want a successful adoption um all the way around. That's just my personal opinion. Um, so yeah, anyway, um right now we will go to um a video. Let's see what we're gonna go to. I think actually' I'm, you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go to Sketch city because uh it's fun and uh, check it out.
1: Oh. <laughs> Hello, you're Justin Bieber. Nice to meet you. <laughs> what a pleasure! Mm-hmm. My granddaughter Haley has told me all about you. Mm-hmm. Uh Justin. Uh, oh, would I like some soda pop? Um, no, I wouldn't. But you can get my my granddaughter here, Haley, some soda pop if you like. <laughs> I'd like champagne, please. <laughs> yes, that, that's what I drink, champagne. Yes. Um. Oh, how was the concert? Oh, it was quite interesting, Justin. Very, very interesting. No cold porter, no bark But you know, you young people. Yes, you're so modern. You see, I like everything in the 1940s, Justin. That's just me. Now, one little suggestion for me to you is I would dress up if I were you. Yes, I would dress up, dear, because of those jeans and that little Jean jacket, so uh, that's not really that's not really fancy to go at your concert. So that's the only advice I'd have for you, Justin. But um, you, is the car here yet? Um, yes, I have a, a car waiting for me, Justin. I must really go now. But it's been a pleasure, a pleasure meeting you. And uh, oh, let me shake your hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Justin, you're fabulous. You take care of yourself now and dress up a little bit, just a little bit.
0: watching on the town. I'm your host, Tanya, and it is living room chat Sunday. Yes, I know. I uh, gave up the Thursdays so I could uh, do more interviews on Sundays. Uh, Next week, I will be having um, Kim Nash, comedian, and Michael. uh, Let's see. um, Let's see. Yeah, I'll have two comedians next week, uh, next Sunday uh, for my interviews. So I'm excited. And um, I guess until the next time, I'm going to see you later. Don't forget to go to our YouTube page, like, and subscribe. And I hope everybody's well. Let me see who's out here. Um, Happy birthday, Gina, 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 Gina. I know it's yesterday, but happy birthday to you. Uh, And I hope uh, you guys all have a good evening. Bye. (music)